Hello. Hello. How's it going, everybody? It's Aaron. And Nicole. This is Dude That's Fucked Up. So fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know what that laugh was. Sorry. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. Wow. A little kooky over here today. Um, Oh, yeah. Wow. What a... What an episode we have today. I, it is so much. It is, yeah, it is. It's got everything, It's truly. got everything. It has everything. And it's fun because it's like a close to home one, which is really uh-huh. cool. And that's, yep. and it's something that I haven't seen a lot of people talk about. So. Love it. That's kind of fun. Uh, yeah, I've never, I never heard this story. I've never thought about it. Yep. I had no, no idea. No. Nope. Um. Yeah, so we'll talk about that in a sec, but uh, do we have any biz for for now? I was just going to give a shout out. Remember when, um, uh, not you, I know you remember, but like anyone listening, uh, Mm. when um, someone sent us some like really fun uh, stuff, they're they're an artist. Her name's Amanda and she has Close Call Studio. I just want to give them a plug again. So I ordered some more bandanas. All oh, of this, yeah. as I'm saying this, it sounds like I've heavily edited it. <laughs> like the way I'm talking <laughs> sounds like I have heavy edits. I, my brain is very slow right now. Um, Same. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway. Okay. Amanda, Close Call Studio sent us like t-shirts a while ago and like some bandanas and fun stuff. It was just being a nice person and um, yeah. sending us some cool stuff. So we have I've been wearing my bandana when I go out on my walks and I was uh-huh. like oh I want a couple more so I ordered some from her and then they never shipped and they were like lost and I so I reached out a couple weeks later and I was like oh hey like just wanted to check on these it, it looks like a label was created but I don't know if, the, if, if it was shipped like n- there's no tracking information and she was like oh my gosh I'm so sorry like everything that I shipped at the same time got delivered but yours must have gotten lost I'm gonna resend you everything and like don't worry about it and I was like, okay. So then she like sent me a whole new one. I got that package. And then the next day I got all the original ones. Oh, no. <laughs> so then I was like, oh, let me like, you know, give you some money. She's like, no, no, just like hand them out to people and like pay it forward. Aww. She had like a good situation recently where like she got a little bit of extra something. So anyway, uh, so I have another bandana for you. But they're just so cool and I love them so much. And they make me feel cool and like fashionable when I'm out doing my walk or my errands is 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 the one that you're wearing now from her yeah this is the good vibes only one with all the vibrators on it oh my god I have the one that I have from her is the the goddess one that's like has a bunch of different goddesses on it Mm -hmm. it's so fucking cool guys go to her go to her um she has like an Etsy I think and Instagram a store uh, yeah store yeah Mm -hmm. and her Instagram is at close call studio yeah Um, so cool She's got some cool stuff. So thank you, Amanda. Yeah. You're um, an angel. An angel. And I gave one to my brother's girlfriend and she was like, this is amazing. And she was like looking up the store and was like, oh, I love all this stuff. Like all these little felt, you know, like um, she does like a lot of little felt art of like cool little like cactuses and plants. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I love it. So anyway, um, yeah. Yeah, it's great. That's it. Go, yeah. go check it out. Um, check it out. Anything, anything fucked up for you this week? I just have like general complaints. <laughs> I want to hear them. I want to get in on the on the bitching. Let's do it. Well, one, I didn't even notice. Uh, 
I didn't even notice maybe kind of the lines that would be drawn to this person as we move through this episode. But (laughs) my first thing is just like Elon Musk being a whiny little bitch and like threatening the state of California that he's going to like move his business because he doesn't want to pay you know, the money or whatever. Like, he, he you know, pe- people are having a hard time right now. And so, you know, he, oh, that's what it is. He he wants to, like, get back to work. He wants people to get back in his factories and be doing stuff and get back to work. And, um, and the state was like, no, you can't do that. And he's like, okay, well, then I'm going to take my business elsewhere. And then they're like, okay, I guess you can. So... Sir, go home and raise your fucking child that you is numbers. Your fucking name. zip zap zop or whatever his name is. Yeah. Zizix. Like that. I think it's I think it's supposed to be pronounced like Archangel or something like that. I Ew. don't fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a name either. <laughs> I know. It's not. I don't know. It's like that child is gonna be a fucking magician. God damn it. <laughs> oh man. Or like Hopefully that kid, I know that kid's going to have a really rough time just based on who the child's parents are and how Mm. wild they are. But hopefully it's like a blanket situation where like, I feel like blanket Jackson or whatever the real name is of Michael Jackson's kid is like hopefully more out of the spotlight and better adjusted and like living a decent normal life. Mm -hmm. Who's to say? But uh, hopefully it's like a blanket situation where it's like, oh, the k- kid's going to be in the limelight for like a period of time and then hopefully we'll like do their own thing. This kid is going to go in the exact opposite direction <laughs> of Grimes and Elon Musk and is going to become like a fucking like carpenter in Montana. Wyoming yeah. Yeah, or Montana <laughs> and shun all like technology or something I don't know yeah but like not in a weird way in like a like totally normal down-to-earth way I don't know because these people are not down to earth no so they're way up in space yeah um and then the other thing I thought was funny is just like Jeffrey Katzenberg coming out about Quibi and like talking about how it's failed because of the pandemic but (laughs) But, like, it should be flourishing right now because it's a streaming platform with, like, uh-huh. and they've put so much money into developing shows for that platform. Like, and they're fun, but they're all, like, six minutes or seven minutes long. It's all, or yeah. eight minutes. It's it's very weird idea. I don't want to, I don't want to watch shit on my phone. Like, I don't, mm. I want to watch, like, when I want to watch something, if I'm going to waste time on my phone, I'm not, I don't know. I want to be, like. I don't want to get sucked into something like for like six yeah. minutes is too long. Oh, Ten, to, I don't know. I want to just like, that's why I don't know. I, I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't think I get it. If I want to watch something, I want to watch it on my TV. But like, I, I, I get like people like to consume content in all different ways or don't have the ability to, you know, consume it in, in a, in a way that's, I don't know not on your phone or device i yeah, don't know i know it's no just... one knows no one gets it it's no one's using it or watching it <laughs> it's such a bummer uh yeah it makes me sad when like there's it, it's so embarrassed it's like secondhand embarrassment just for these companies I, I don't know why i feel embarrassed for a company but i know there's people behind all this that have like yeah. tried really hard so well and there's like it's pretty cool there's like a bunch of comedians i've done stuff with or like been at open mics with that like got shows on there and like that was really exciting and it's like oh this could be someone's big break like i've seen this person yeah. they're so funny they deserve this and then it's like oh nobody's watching any of it yeah but 
Um, who knows? We'll see. Um, I, I, they also spent way too much money advertising is my guess. Uh, yeah. And they didn't really need to do that maybe, or maybe they needed to spend more. That's the question. <laughs> it's a fine line. I mean, who knows what the internet will decide it loves and doesn't. So yeah. Yeah. And I, f- I feel like the internet didn't love this. So <laughs> maybe, maybe it'll turn around. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? There was uh, a time where Netflix almost didn't make it, so. Oh, really? Yeah, remember they got bought by, uh, or they like changed their name for a hot second to something stupid? Ugh, God, oh, I can't remember. I don't remember. It was, it was a near thing, but then they, they turned it around, so. Oh, good for them. Yeah. All right, well, that's kind of my fucked up things, I guess. Did you have anything yeah. fucked up this week you want to talk about? I do, but I don't want to talk about it right now. <laughs> Well, you don't have to. No, I, I'll probably be able to talk about it later, but like, yeah. it's it's too depressing for me right now. Uh, yeah. We had to put our cat down uh, last night, and it was a, a shitty, shitty circumstances, and... But the silver lining is that we uh, we had already planned to get a, another cat uh, mm-hmm. a while ago to have um, our cat, Milky, uh got put down last night and we figured Milky needed a playmate since Buddha passed last year and we were like you know he needs a buddy so we had planned to get a kitten and literally the day that we got the kitten was the day we had to put Milky down so (sighs) it's just the universe is is wild sometimes the way everything works out so we uh we have a really awesome cute precious sweet little kitten now mm. but we lost our our sweet milky boy so Aww. that's all it's just fucked up and yeah it the way it happened was really shitty but um yeah it's uh it is what it is it was a it was a rough rough night last night so i'm a little you know yeah a little, a little raw today but yeah i want to i want to laugh and i want to talk about something yeah this totally is... different wait can i ask if you named your new kitty Oh, yes, we did. We named him Freddy. Freddy? Like Freddy Mercury or Freddy Krueger. Oh, my God. I love it. And so we got this kitten from uh, our friend's parents had a litter. and Like, not they her, their parents didn't birth kittens, but you, you know. What? They have a cat that just had kittens. And so our friends have one of the cats, and they named their cat Teddy. And... We were like trying to think of like a good name for him, and so he's like all black cat, uh-huh. and he's little fluffy, little furball. Oh, Freddie! Oh my goodness! Does he have like a little mustache pattern? <laughs> Maybe you'll have to dye his like upper lip to have a little <laughs> yeah. mustache, like Freddie Mercury. Oh. <laughs> 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 Uh, that's how he meows meow he does right. meow a lot though it's really cute mew little yeah. mew, mew. He, little kitty he's, kid mew. he's got a he's got a strong powerful voice like freddy oh love it yeah yeah he's a, he's definitely a freddy so oh my gosh a little little uh bittersweet uh yeah. for for our household these uh past couple days so this one's for milky this one's for milky yeah. Um, I was just thinking, I'm really glad that 
Milky got to soak up some of the California sun. Mm -hmm. He was the California cat for a while. Mm -hmm. And um, I, it also got me thinking, like, I'm so glad to be back in California. I, I'm, I'm really happy to – I wouldn't want to be anywhere else during this fucking global pandemic, honestly. Oh even yeah. though I can't even see my family, it's just, like, it's nice to be near them. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> no, if you had to see them, you could. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and just the weather is amazing, yeah. but I was thinking, uh, we got this topic suggested to us, I think by Pete, right? Yeah. Pete suggested it. Yeah. And as I'm researching it, it dawned on me. Um, and this is crazy. I'm born and raised Southern California, but I have never been to one of the biggest, most famous landmarks in all of California. Yeah. Uh, I've been to part of it, but. I've never been to one of the main places, and that is the Griffith Observatory. Me either. Um, and today we're talking about the namesake of this beautiful California landmark. Uh, mm -hmm. And like Griffith we said, Park, it, Griffith, Griffith Observatory, Griffith Park, Griffith, Griffith Observatory. It's so hard to say Griffith for me. Mm, yeah, it's not a. It's not. Doesn't roll off my tongue very. I think easily. it's the like. Because like, I, I had a speech impediment as a child, and mm. this is like making me work really hard to like say it like oh weird yeah I don't know yeah uh, I had a lisp as a child that mm. I had to go to speech therapy for so yeah. so this is this is, this is, uh, is this this triggering is, it's very triggering yeah <laughs> Griffith <laughs> I'm my my lisp is gonna come back during this episode uh, well no one will notice just like blend it in and together and move on. you know it's like really wait it yeah. Yeah. Well, this man that the that the that Griffith Park is named after is uh wow, he was an interesting fellow and the story <laughs> around him has everything. Oh my god. I mean, everything. It has rich people being weird as fuck. <laughs> Uh, namely what's new? what's new i mean that's a, that's one of the main main themes here uh attempted murders multiple oof uh maybe some curses i don't know mm -hmm. uh the pope makes a cameo what? sort of not our current pope like a pope from <laughs> okay, so great. long ago yeah this is like the late 1800s early 1900s so not the yeah, current pope yeah. not the current pope uh and a movie worthy court trial ooh Yes, I can't so wait. So much, so much drama. Some of the details in this, I'm like, how? And then I'm like, but thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for this, <laughs> I don't know, yeah. for this fuckery. Uh, for this fucking Mr. Toad's wild ride. Truly, Mr. Griffith's <laughs> wild ride. <laughs> yeah. uh, so Griffith Jenkins Griffith, yes, <laughs> this man <laughs> had two of the same names. <laughs> It's I'm that telling thing. you. It's that thing of like, okay, let me just like look this up. G.J. Griffith. Okay, what's this guy's name? Griffith J. Griffith. Huh. Wait, like, and you're like, already huh. I'm like, is this fake? What is no. happening? No, it's real. His parents were not in, they didn't have time. <laughs> they didn't have time to name him. <laughs> like, bitch. I'm sorry. We just can't think of... Uh, Although they did give him a middle name, which is Jenkins, so fucking maybe he maybe it's like a Duggar situation where like all their kids had G first names like Gianna Griffith, Gigi Griffith, 
Griffin Griffith. Like all the like G names were taken and then they were like 10 kids in and they're like, fuck, I can't think of another G name. I mean, he did come from a huge family uh, that was like pretty, they, they weren't exactly wealthy. They were just like a, a you know, a, yeah. a family in, in Wales. That's where he was born. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was born January 4th, 1850. Uh, and he was born in Wales, but mm-hmm. he became an American industrialist and philanthropist. So mm. like I said, he's born in Wales to like a very uh, large family. Uh, mm-hmm. And just like a quick little background, he uh, he got rich as hell from the mining industry. Mm-hmm. Um, he don and he eventually donated 3,015 acres to the city of Los Angeles, which became Griffith Park. And mm-hmm. he also bequeathed the money to build the park's Greek theater, which I didn't realize Greek, the Greek was part of Griff, Griffith Park. Uh, oh, yeah, I don't, I didn't know that. Cause uh, you've been there. I've been, I've been to the Greek. We've been to the yeah. Greek. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fucking one of the best concerts. Heart. I loved it so, so much. So much fun. Um, yeah, so he like gave all this land to LA and it's like, wow, yeah. what a cool guy, right? No. Yeah, he like <laughs> <laughs> No, this man was a was a just a real asshole and he at one point tried to kill his wife in 1903. Oh my God. And we'll talk about that later, but let's just let's just get into the early life of this man real quick. Um so he was born <laughs> Griffith J. Griffith J. Griffith, uh, son of a farmer who worked. Uh, his dad also worked for the nearby mines, so he was like born into the mining life. Um, oh, okay. So got got two of the same names because his, like I said, his parents were like, we don't have time to name you. Yeah. No, nope, <laughs> sorry, we got ten kids and I got to get back to the mines. Yeah. So <laughs> Griffith, it is. Yeah, he. Uh, he was taken actually uh, to America by an uncle when he was still a little kid, so hmm. I think his parents were like, "Yeah, we're not gonna miss, we're not gonna miss him. <laughs> we have so many." Uh, it's oh so fucked God. up. That's it's probably where this all started. <laughs> yeah, he would not grow up to be a well-adjusted person. Um, I, it's weird that that doesn't happen anymore. Like. like I, I would never take one of my nieces or nephews. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think it does. Just, you know, not. But out of necessity. I feel like back then it was like, I'm going to America. And they're like, take one of our kids, can you? <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, please? honestly, it was like, it was such a, it was a tough time for everybody. Like, yeah. in Victorian, the Victorian era. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, so he goes to America, and he's educated in Pennsylvania, uh, and that's where he got into the newspaper business. So he got into that as as his profession. He started, mm-hmm. you know, in the newsroom as a as a young young man, and then he eventually moved out to San Francisco because it was popping for journalism and everything was just popping in San Francisco at the time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and he moved there in the 1870s, and he worked the mining beat for the mm. Alta California. That is the name of the paper he worked for, Alta California. Oh. Um, cool. So in my mind, the way I'm picturing it is like mining at this time was like working in tech. It was like a huge new <laughs> industry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so being a, a mining, a person in the mining industry was like being a tech bro. 
So he was like a <laughs> yeah. tech bro. He was like a mining bro. <laughs> I don't know. He, he wasn't like the, the actual miner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had like the equivalent of like a Keurig in his like buggy, his horse and buggy. He's like, <laughs> you know, like all the like all the tech bros have like weird little gadgets in their cars, I feel like, and in their homes. And it's like whatever the equivalent was at that time in their horse and buggy. It's like. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like just they like. They have like. Yeah. <laughs> they have like the, the latest uh, version of the oil lamp in their on their buggies. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but it's like a startup one that never made it like yeah <laughs> it's like some startup weird oil lamp that's con- yeah it's like controlled by like the wind or something and they have um and they and he has like it's like always warm somehow beef jerky but it's like warm because you sit on it like your a self butt. a self-warming jerky <laughs> It's like, or it's just like a self warmer. You can put your anything from your lunch in it, like an egg, a hard boiled egg to warm it up, or you, or like some jerky or like a, a roll, like you. But you warm it up with your body heat, and it's like the latest and the greatest. It's like a. You're, I'm just thinking about you like you're sitting on your lunch and it's just like your your taint heated lunch. I don't know. Your taint egg and your taint jerky. Oh my god. You taint gonna eat this cold. Warm it up. It's called the undercarriage. God. Oh Gross. Oh All right. right. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. So he became an expert on Western mines and he made his fortune as a consultant to mine owners. So it's like mm. full tech bro, like consultant life. Yeah. He never bro. even. Yeah. He never even did it. Yeah. He just became an expert. And then he like told he was like, a, yeah, consultant told other people yeah. what to do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in 1882, he was like, I'm kind of I'm like so over SF. I'm going to move. Uh, he he recognized the opportunities that were happening in Los Angeles, which mm-hmm. was an up-and-coming boomtown, if you can believe it. And he, <laughs> mo- and he moved to L.A. permanently oh. in 1882. He saw something in he it. He saw something in it. And so he's rich. He's hanging out. And in December of that same year of 1882, he bought a massive plot of land, uh, it's called Rancho Los Feliz, mm-hmm. uh, and that was like, it was part of, it was in... It's Los Feliz. It's Los Feliz, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this uh, piece of property was approximately 4,000 acres, uh, and that, what it's what we now know as uh, present-day Los Feliz, Silver Lake, and part of the Santa Monica Mountains. That's a lot of fucking land. Dude, well, and it is a lot, of, it is a lot of land, like... Still, like, still, yeah. I mean, what he would end up donating as the park is yeah. still a lot of land. Right. Obviously, it's been like super built up around there, mm-hmm. um, but it's still cool, super cool area. Yeah, it is. There's a lot of history there. Obviously, it's very, very interesting. But at the time, it was extremely rural. Like there was yeah. nothing around. 
Uh, it was all kind of like farmland and just very wild. So mountains, mountains wildlife, wildlife. Yeah. yeah, there was no nothing like it's hard to envision, but that's that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, and so he quickly became a man about town in L.A. He'd hop on his horse <laughs> and he'd roam around his massive property definitely micromanaging all the construction improvements like an <laughs> obnoxious jerk. Um, I think he eventually sold the water rights of his property to the city, which helped him to recoup the money that he spent oh. on the purchase of his property. So he was like owned it free and clear and was just like, he was printing money at that yeah. point in time. Um, he was investing in like a lot of other different things. He was like a pretty, pretty good with his money. Um, was it, I read, uh, I read somewhere that, um, maybe it was exaggerated like his wealth like Pro- probably okay yeah I, I wasn't sure because also like he did own a lot of stuff and he g- would eventually give away um like a lot of his assets and stuff so I w- but I mean I think he was rich he he was rich but I mean like in terms of how rich he was I'm not sure you know well I think initially like bef- when he moved from from San Francisco to LA. He probably he was rich, but he probably wasn't that rich. He probably yeah. But he was like, "Oh, I'm very rich." Yeah. Oh wait, you guys don't know me from San Francisco? Yeah. Oh, let me tell you. I'm very rich. Yeah, he definitely like he he was very pompous and like propped yeah. himself up a little bit more probably than actually what he was. But Makes he eventually sense. did become very wealthy. Yeah. Uh, he he really was rich. Uh so yeah, so he's he's rich. He's got kind of a he's like decent looking, I guess. He's got like a fine face. He's, I don't know. He looks like every other white, white dude man with from a that time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's got tons of land. He knows how to ride a horse. He's a good dresser and he's got a good body according to the Los Angeles Times in the 1880s like they were like <laughs> writing about him very like thirstily. Um let me just read you a little excerpt from this article okay. about yeah. him. Uh quote were you going to make a pen portrait of him, you would see a man of somewhat average height in the prime of life, of well-knit, muscular frame. Although a powerfully built man, keen, dark eyes rest on you, but with such an open, frank look as to inspire confidence, while the clear, ringing laugh, which invariably com- accompanies the stories he's telling, proclaims a man who enjoys every moment of his existence. Okay. Like, First thing, you sound like uh, those videos when you go to Las Vegas and it's the casino channel and it's like, we have amenities. Please join us at the casino bar where you can have fun playing video poker and a complimentary beverage on the house. That's how you read it, which was very funny. But then also, like, who did he pay to write this? Do you know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, I know. (laughs) It's like... But still, I mean, women were like, who is this man? You know, like he's he's an eligible bachelor. Like he's wealthy. Like, sure. Ladies are yeah, flocking. Yeah. Who doesn't want to marry a rich guy, you know? Yeah, um, totally. I mean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> honestly, though, one catch, he's annoying as fuck. Like he oh is so annoying. People do not like him. Um, yeah. He's like a Victorian Elon Musk. <laughs> He's just out here just like being so obnoxious and Oh my god. People were like they hated him. They were like the, talking yeah. so much shit on him. Like there'd be like these nice articles in the paper, but then 
all the like local society, you know, all the people who are like important in the yeah. in the community were like, fuck this guy. Oh my god. They were yeah, uh I think probably yeah, it's very similar to like Elon Musk's rise into mm-hmm. fame now. It's like in the beginning it's like, oh, who is this guy? Wow, he's like an innovator. He's has so many ideas with how to make things work better and you know, he wants to send people to space and he wants to build like an underground light rail or whatever, fast yeah. rail. I don't know what it's called. And and then it's like, oh, the more he's on the scene, the more you're like, huh. Yeah. Please shut up and just yeah. do the science <laughs> stuff. Up. You don't need to talk. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. People were, call- were like talking shit, though. They uh, yeah. There's definitely some, uh, some I mean, instance – I. It's it's recorded in history that people yeah. talked hard shit on him for the day. Uh, they called him roly-poly pompous little fellow with an <laughs> exaggerated strut like a turkey gobbler. <laughs> that is some serious words oh, to be they're said. They're out here calling him a turkey gobbler. Damn. That's Whatever like the equivalent of a fucking douchebag. <laughs> it's like it's like somebody saying, this guy is a fucking prick douchebag. We hate him. Yeah. Fucking jabroni. Get out of here. Fucking, yeah, new money asshole. Like, yeah. yeah. So, but ladies are still lining up despite the fact that he's annoying as fuck. And a lot of people don't like him. But yeah. one lucky, one luck, quote, lucky lady finally marries him. <laughs> um Louis Mesmer, who is the owner of a large furniture store on Main Street in L.A., had a daughter named Agnes Christina Mesmer, a.k.a. Tina. Tina! And she was single and ready to mingle. Yes. So Tina and her sister Lucy were happened to also be heiresses to a quarter million dollar fortune left to them by a family friend, uh, Andre Briswalter. Hmm. Um, so... Fucking Griffith J. Griffith, J or G J G, I guess. <laughs> He's like, all right, I see you, Tina. And he yeah. only reason he saw her was because she had money. He uh, saw her with like dollar signs in his eyes, like in a cartoon. Yeah. He was like, Ooga, but it was like dollar signs. Yeah. He uh he so since he thought she was like super wealthy and thought she was the sole heir of the Briz Walter Fortune, mm-hmm. he began to court her. Uh, they were soon engaged, and announcements for the wedding went out and appeared in all the local papers. But then 10 days before the wedding, Griffith discovered that Tina was only heir to half of the Briz Walter Fortune. And he got pissed. He wrote oh. Tina a rude-as-fuck letter, breaking off the engagement. <gasps> it's like... It's like the equivalent of uh, the I'm sorry, I can't post-it note that <laughs> Carrie Bradshaw gets from Burger in that one episode of Sex in the City. Oh, I or just like love a text, when she, you know? Yeah, I just love when she like slaps it on the window when she's high in the yeah. back of the cop car. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. And so, so she's her family is extremely staunchly Catholic, and yeah. this is horrifying to them. And they and they're just like, "Whoa, dude! Like, you cannot do this! Like, please, please, don't fucking do this to our daughter, and don't do this to our family. Please marry her." Uh, like but- super Catholic and 
high profile. Yeah, they're like like wealthy. Yeah. Yeah, they're like a very prominent family in the community. Uh, So this is like a huge deal. Um, And he agrees to go through with the marriage, but only on the condition that Tina inherits their entire fortune. Like he wants to cut Lucy out of the, her sister out of the inheritance. Um, And also not only that, that it be transferred to his name. He, he denies that this was like all about the money. He was trying to, he said he was trying to quote, uh, after the marriage, ensure that there'd be no interference for, from with his wife's money or on the part of her family. Which, uh, that is so fucking rude. Oh, like, there's no way it's not about that, dude. Yeah, there is a, there's an anecdote um, that was in the LA Times late, much, much later on, uh, after many, many years of, uh, had gone by after he disgraced himself by doing some bullshit, which we'll talk about in a bit. But yeah. he apparently, during the, I guess, like, um, like the wedding, like the, you know, brunch after the wedding or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the next day, the breakfast or whatever. Yeah, he like went to the courthouse and he claimed he was saying goodbye to some of the wedding guests, but really he went to the courthouse, had the money transferred over to his name, and then just came back to the party. Like, yeah, yeah. Fucking, and also like- All her money, all her money. All her money, and also fucking Tina was a catch, okay? I read- a little blurb about her from like a, yeah, the newspaper at the time or whatever. And it was like, she is a a lady. She is well-educated. She can sing. She plays instruments. She, she knew can, four languages. She knew four languages. She could paint. She could She's, do all the high society lady bullshit of yeah. the day and more. Okay. So this woman was a catch and yeah. this asshole yeah. is like, um, I'm just going to take your money. Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to take yours and your sister's money that I've now made your dad give to me. It's so yeah. gross. Yeah, it sucked. Um, Tina, honey, this is a big, this is a red flag factory. This isn't oh my even God. just a single red flag. This is all the red flags. Do oh, not, my God. Do he not burps or farts and a red flag comes popping out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a red flag here. He raises his hand. All these red flags come out he's of his just, pits. He's, he is his... Fucking atoms are comprised of red flags, lady. Get out of there. If you took a microscope and you looked at a flake of his skin, it'd be like red flag, red flag, red flag. (laughs) This man. Uh, So, of course, after this whole fuckboy routine, and even though Tina's family was, like, very on guard after this, they're, like, never trusted him again uh, and were watching him for future fuckery, they still were totally fine with her marrying him. They'd rather have her marry this man than have him... Be unmarried. Be unmarried, yeah. Yeah. So on January 27th... Fuck yeah, fuck that shit. On January 27th, 1887, the two of them were married in a society wedding, the likes of which backwater L.A. had rarely seen. So this is like, again, L.A. was not at all on the map. Yeah, it uh, was like sad little... It's just like it was, ho- horse country, you know? Yeah. Um, it was, it was up- fucking like the Bakersfield of its time. <laughs> <laughs> imagine Bakersfield. Now imagine it is the entire <laughs> entirety of, of Southern California. Uh, yeah. So um, the LA Times wrote, wrote about it, their, their wedding and everything. Uh, 
quote, by this marriage, two immense estates were united, the large possessions of G.J. Griffith and a vast amount of Los Angeles property owned by the charming bride, Miss Mary Agnes Christina Mesmer, daughter of Mr. and Mrs. Louis Mesmer, familiar, familiarly... <laughs> Familiarly known. <laughs> you thought Griffith was a problem? <laughs> Familiar, whatever. Known among her most intimate society friends as Tina. Um, yeah. So their marriage seems fine from the outside for a while, despite the shit-ass beginning. They I even, fucking love that her nickname's Tina I know, in that it's time. So, it's so, like, ahead 80s. of its time. Yeah, it, love it, love it. I know. I love it. It just makes me think, like... She was like, fuck petticoats and like all these weird bullshit things I have to wear. I'm wearing full Madonna's 80, like 80s gear. Yeah. I'm wearing like rubber fingerless bracelets. Gloves. Yeah. Yeah. Lace fingerless gloves. <laughs> I mean, gloves. that was the thing. That was the thing. True. Then. True. But, but I've seen a picture of her. She looked very much of the time. But in my mm-hmm. mind, she's not. She's like cool. Yeah. So she's Tina. She's so Tina, bitch. She's Tina, bitch. Um, <laughs> they, yeah. She, and she's like really beautiful and lovely looking like she looked like a really nice person I feel so bad for her um Mm. so they even have a kid a year later after being married uh for a year they name him Van Vandal Vandel Grundle Vandel (laughs) Vandel Griffith uh Uh, Griffith Vandel Griffith Griffith It's actually Van Delph. <laughs> it's Van Delph. Van Delph Griffith. <laughs> no, it's just it's just Van Del. It's V A N D E L L. Poor kid, but he goes Van by Del. he goes by Van. It's Tina Van and G J G. They they do all this philanthropic stuff for the city of Los Angeles. Uh, and it seems like the motivation for that is mostly so people will stop talking shit on GJ, uh, GJG. Yeah. Oh, it's like not. Yeah, they're they're not being altruistic at all. It's like no, the motivation is so like he he doesn't he's not looked at as a schlub and like she's not looked at as married to a schlub. Yeah, and so in fact they do so much. Lovely things. In 1896, they donate over 3,000 acres of their land to the city of L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, and this definitely firmly puts them on the A-list. And to be fair, like, the city of L.A. is very appreciative. They yeah. they are stoked about it. Um, it's fucking Griffith Park. Yeah, it's great. They uh, It puts them on the A-list, but it doesn't quite endear him to society. Like, mm. when I say society, I mean the... Society upper. people, the upper yeah. echelons, mm-hmm. people still keep talking shit on him. And, and at this point, his wife doesn't care very much for him either. Um, uh, I mean, she tries. She tries. Yeah. Yeah. So as you can imagine, Tina's putting up with a lot over the years of being married to such a, sh- a schmuck. Um, he actually starts drinking a lot and becoming pretty awful to her. He, uh, he was a boozer and a loser. Yeah. I mean, he – I think he – he had a lot going on, but he was he, he was a very disingenuous person. He was a teetotaler in public. Um, mm-hmm. He was part of, like, the local um, temperance movement um, yeah. and all that. But Tina claimed Griffith was a nail-biter. I don't know. I guess I, 
that was very frowned upon <laughs> and a quote sneak drinker who was usually drunk. Oh, wait, is that literal nail biter or is it like is nail biter like for that time like a thing of like oh no I like it, for me it's like oh I want people to think I'm cool and like nervous about how I people guess. see you. I, I don't know. know. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, she said he quote never left the house without taking a drink. Um and this is what she testified to the Times, um, or testified to in court, according to the Times. And, quote, he never came into the house without taking one, taking a drink. And, of course, I don't know how many he took in between. Ooh. Yeah. So this this man was, like, a, a full-blown alcoholic. He, yeah. It, his his behavior was got worse and worse over the years and his drinking ramped up um also he cha- he started calling himself a colonel around this time oh which he had no army or military affiliation whatsoever so that was weird <laughs> yeah he just just started taking on this even more insufferable persona if you can imagine yeah uh, by calling himself the colonel giving so, himself a title yeah yeah um, their marriage starts to get more and more strenuous for her and starts mm-hmm. to fall apart. And he becomes increasingly unstable and suspicious. Um, it didn't help that someone tried to kill him in October of 1891. Mm. So as they were going to uh, visit, um, Tina, Tina and Lucy were, were in a carriage with him. They were going to visit... Um, their mother's grave uh, at a cemetery on Buena Vista Street. And Mm. their mother had just died a few months prior. And they're all in a carriage together, Griffith, Tina, and Lucy. and Warming their lunches. Yeah, with their taints. And and I imagine this is like an open uh, top carriage, not one of the closed-in ones. Um, But uh, suddenly out of nowhere, a distressed man pops up and shoots Griffith with a gun loaded with buckshot. Now, buckshot is not, it's, it sprays, you know, it's not like a, it's, it's It's not not, a bullet. Yeah. It's It's like a a lot of little bullets. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they were in a fucking convertible carriage. So, yeah. So he gets actually hit. Um, Griffith gets hit in the head with some of the buckshot and Mm -hmm. he takes off running. Oh. I don't know where he went. I imagine just like away from. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> like just like running through the streets. But, yeah, but Tina uh, was like, you know, I, I see him. He's right here. I know who he, she, she reportedly yelled at him from the carriage, quote, I know who it is, Papa. She called him Papa. She oh. wasn't calling him no colonel. <laughs> she said, fuck that. I'm calling you Papa. I'm going to make you feel like shit. Uh, but I imagine that's like, Kind of like the Catholic equivalent of calling somebody daddy. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Oh, I feel like it's like how – I feel like it's the asexual way of calling your significant other mother like Mike Pence does to his wife. It's like, Mm. oh, don't call them that. That's not good. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's one thing to be like, oh, mom, when you're talking to your kids and you're like, oh, go tell – mom i have this thing for her whatever that's fine because that's how the kids know that person but like you don't need to call your husband papa i don't know that it was a term of endearment necessarily i guess i hope it wasn't yeah Uh, she tried um (laughs) (laughs) 
and then the man who shot Griffith was uh, actually an Englishman named Frank Burkett. And he, the reason why he shot Griffith was because he had leased land from him mm. to open an ostrich farm. <laughs> of course. On the, on the Los Feliz Rancho. Uh, but the farm had been a pretty big disaster and failed. And uh, Burkett had fallen behind on his rent. And he thought that Griffith was trying to purposely ruin him by charging him rent, I guess. Um, and he he got really unstable and got really more and more mad uh, at Griffith. And he thought, he, I don't know, I don't know what he thought, but he set fire oh, to his own house and he, I don't know, he just like went, he he lost it and that's why he did what he did, I guess. Um, but he took off and he ended up killing himself, unfortunately. Yeah. It's very sad. Um, Why am I, I feel like my gut is telling me that like Griffith was like gaslighting this guy somehow. And yeah. I, probably I, was pretty shitty to him. I, it seems that way. I, Not I, to like victim blame, but well, he doesn't have a great track record. No. Griffith. Griffith. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, this whole situation. I mean, anytime anybody tries to kill somebody, you don't, you don't want that to happen. No, uh, no. But Griffith actually wasn't hurt too bad in this whole uh, debacle, and he recovered pretty easily and just went back on his bullshit and yeah. was just as obnoxious as ever. Um, what do you but, do with an ostrich farm? Well, so apparently back then, uh, ostrich feathers were very uh, in demand, and you can oh. get a lot of money for them. So ostrich farms were a thing, and uh, you can make a lot of money from them. Oh. But I guess this didn't work out. So Yeah. Um, that makes sense because they'd put it like in their hat and stuff. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. like those big ones. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. So uh, this assassination attempt combined with all the drinking and the strained relationship with Tina morphed into paranoia that led him to believe that somebody, specifically the Pope, was trying to kill him. <sighs> so this is, it's it's kind of funny. Uh <laughs> Tina was staunchly Catholic, like we'd mentioned before, and he was Protestant. So these are the two religions that do not get along very well. Um, And he came to believe that Tina was conspiring with the Pope to poison him and steal his money. Um, That is a massive leap, Chief. I mean, (laughs) Colonel. (laughs) Well, and that, kids, is what alcohol does to your brain over long periods of abusing it. Yeah, I mean, um, not to say that, like, he didn't have some, maybe some other mental health issues happening, but, like... Right. Alcohol, it's not helping. The alcohol's no. not helping. No. Oh, And, man. yeah, he was not doing anything to, to help himself here. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, not, it's not a good situation for anybody. He's, he's obviously miserable. Um, or maybe he doesn't realize he's miserable. He thinks he's doing great and <laughs> is just delusional. Yeah. Uh, but Tina, Tina's not, not doing so good. No. Oh man. Well, uh, I feel like they probably weren't living the life, you know, like it wasn't like, Oh, we're living the life of luxury or whatever, but it was a life of luxury and, and somewhat leisure and rich people stuff. Cause they lived in a lot of hotels. Like they would have apartments in, hotels which i think was a thing back then yeah um and is a thing today if you're that rich i feel like you can live in hotels you can live at the chateau marmont like you oh can yeah live, yeah you can live mm-hmm. in i guess 
Yeah, you can. Um, and they were living, so it was the summer of 1903, and they're living in a hotel in Santa Monica, which I picture as, like, the modern-day Fairmont. Like, mm. I, the way I'm thinking of it back then is, like, it's the equivalent of today's Fairmont in mm-hmm. Santa Monica, which is, like, the fucking bougiest hotel. It's, like, it is right near the water in Santa Monica. It's Mm -hmm. so beautiful. There's like fancy restaurants in it. It has the bungalow, which is like a really cool outdoor bar, which is, yeah, yeah, bougie as hell. And also, tons of celebs there all the time. Oh my God. So many celebs. Um, Cuba Gooding Jr. tried to like pick up my friend there one time. Yeah. He's known to do that. Yeah. Uh, But that's just a fun fact. Anyway, um, so this guy, so by this time, Uh, Griffith was like wasted all the time Um, and like you were saying he thought like everybody was conspiring to kill him yeah so much so that when he was eating lunch at this hotel that they were staying at he would make the waiters like switch out his soup because he was like (laughs) I think someone's trying to poison me with this soup which then I was like but I don't know if the article just like mentioned that as like an example, or if it was just soup that he thought poisoned. was poisoned. <laughs> I feel like soup is the easiest uh, carrier of poison. If anything's going to be poisoned, it's either your drink or, or soup. your soup. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like every meal yeah. has a soup course. First of all, sir, you are drinking literal poison. That alcohol yeah. is poison. You're okay, poisoning you are yourself. being poisoned. Yeah, it's you, dude. It's you. Uh, also, you are literally. Like, why not check your your drinks for poison? Like if I again, uh, he no rhyme or reason. Yeah, he. I don't think he was in a good place mentally no. at this Mm-mm. point. Um, uh, but uh, yeah. So occasionally he'd be like, "Hey, switch switch out the soup. I'm not eating this. Uh, it's poison." So <laughs> <laughs> summer is coming to an end, and Griffith, Griffith, and Griffith start packing up for the long <laughs> trek home. <laughs> A lot of Griffiths here. A lot of Griffiths here. Watch out. Griffiths coming through. We're in Griffith Park. We got all the Griffiths. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Griffith. Is this your wife? Griffith Griffith? Oh, is that your cute little son? Griffith Griffith Griffith? Like, whatever. I don't know. Um, And so, yeah, they're at this hotel. They're in Santa Monica. They start packing up for their long trek home to Los Angeles, (laughs) which is also where Santa Monica is. Um. And it, whatever, they're just like spending the day packing up and he like fucking loses his shit. He gets his gun and he goes into the room where his wife's packing up and he makes her kneel and he aims it at her head and he starts just like firing off questions at her. Uh, and first of all, this isn't the first time that he's pointed a gun at her and threatened oh, no. to kill her. He'd done this a, yeah. a couple a couple of times, but this was the this was a time where he was like beyond fucked up and very scary. And I don't think she ever reported or, like, told anyone about the previous times, but it would come out later yeah. that he had done it a few times. So he, he like, makes her kneel. He has a um, a prayer book in his hand, not a Bible. And he's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to ask you some questions. Like, would you swear on this prayer book like it's a Bible? And she's like, yeah, you have a gun, so sure. Y'all- do whatever yeah. you want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's like, did you ever hear or know anything about Briz Walter being poisoned? Have you been implicated with or do you know of anyone giving me poison? Have you always been faithful in your marriage vows? And then 
So he gets through those three questions. And just as she's like fucking answering the last question about the mar- marriage vows and being like, um, duh, like you fucking know I'm faithful. We're always yeah. together. And like, I don't, I'm a woman in the early 1900s. What sort of life do I have? Yeah. And just at that moment, fucking it's like Beatrix kiddo in kill bill yeah. where he's holding the gun and he, and she's like bill it's your baby and then he just shoots her this guy fucking just shoots her in the face as she's answering point blank in the face in and her fucking front of her face too like right in her so he was like aiming at her right between the eyes but oh she jerked God. her head at the last minute oh. and he ends up shooting her in the eye oh my point God. blank um, and, but you guys, she fucking lives just like Beatrix kiddo. What? Oh my God. She's a bad bitch. Okay. She Tina is, like, is not fucking oh, around, dude. She's fucking Tina. Don't mess with this bitch snake or whatever. I don't know. Oh, she's a fucking California mountain snake, bitch. Yeah. She, she's a yeah. fucking Griffith Park. Rattlesnake. Rattler. <laughs> <laughs> she's a fucking Griffith Park sidewander. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I guess uh, reading this, I mean, it's like very harrowing and very upsetting, but oh, yeah. uh, she, but it's good to know that she lived. So what happened yeah. was the bullet like somehow split. It's yeah. miraculous, truly, mm-hmm. what happened. Um, when it hit her forehead, it split and it one piece went up and not down and it fucked up her forehead, and then the yeah. other went into her eye, and it just like stopped. I don't know how it didn't go into her brain. Like I don't get it. But it, but because the bullet split, it didn't have the velocity to just like, yeah. like explode her brain. I don't know. Yeah, it like instead of going through, it like split and came out like yeah. in two different sides, and then yeah, and just like she survived. And this fucking woman gets shot, knows. She can't stay in that room, sees a window with her good eye, runs for it, throws herself out the window and like lands on part of the roof of the hotel, which was next to like a balcony that another couple was in. Yeah, I, like, I this is fucked up, but I envision, speaking of Kill Bill, I'm like imagining the scene where uh, L Driver gets her eyeball p- plucked oh out and God. she's like, she's like running <laughs> around the room. <laughs> but yeah, she like yeah. her eye her eyeball is like exploded and she like throws herself out of fucking window and survives the fall. Oh my god. And these people are like, what the fuck? And they grab her and they call the sheriffs and he meantime goes on a fucking bar crawl. Oh my god. Yeah, they yeah, they admit her to the hospital and she's in there for a while, but like he's just no one can find him for like three days. Yeah, it's wild. They so the sheriff gets called. They I don't know if like they just didn't know what happened. Uh I don't I don't know. I don't understand why it took him so took the police so long to arrest him. Yeah. Uh because maybe she couldn't testify or or like couldn't say who it was cuz she was like you know, unconscious. Yeah. Uh but so she's in the hospital and he just like took off. He just yeah. shoots his wife and takes off and he goes on a three day bender, basically. Mm-hmm. He's just going out drinking. And I wonder I'm wondering if it's because he was so uh such a teetotaler in, in public and people like didn't think to like look for him in the local bars oh, or something. Yeah. I don't probably. know. Who knows? 
Who knows? But also, it's not like. I mean, back then it was probably way harder to like track people down, you know? True. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So, yeah. Yeah. So they find him uh, three days later and he's definitely put on trial because mm-hmm. that is, that's what needed to happen. There still was law, even though it was like kind of the Wild West. And he was a rich man. And he was a rich guy. They yeah. still, they still serve some, serve some justice, some. And I, and I'm saying some with a very, uh, yeah, cringy face. Yeah, <laughs> you your whole face went smushed into itself, and he said, "Some." Uh, so <laughs> they arrest him, put him on trial, and oh, Miss Tina, she's still alive. Oh, she Ish. is like fucking. Let me in that courtroom. I'm gonna tell you some shit. This bitch strolls into the courtroom oh wearing God. all black, a oh. veil, a black veil. She is, and she's like flanked by her sister and her brother and like her family. And they're just like, they like come into this courtroom like motherfucker. Yeah. The doors going like down. swing open and it's like everyone's in black and like everyone's like f- dressed to the nines with like veils on and stuff. It's like Drag Race season 12 black wedding eleganza and she just co- – <laughs> and it's like the doors open and like Evanescence is playing. It's like bring me to life or whatever and then it's like – I don't know how that goes. But then it's like they're like strutting. Where's the appetite? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and it, and and like they all move out of her way, and she's like full. I mean, her face is fucked up, so she's yeah. wearing like huge Hollywood sunglasses before it was en vogue, and like a fucking black veil, and she is just like looking at him, like she, fuck the, you, dude. Uh, the L.A. Times. I mean, the L.A. Times is this was the only newspaper publication yeah. at the time, and they were, they got all the scoops. But yeah, they were saying um, it's so funny how they like describe her going into the courtroom. Uh, she like <laughs> so like she walks in and she sits down in the, at the witness stand, and they said she like acted like she didn't even know him. Yeah, yeah. Like, she's just, like, she, like, stared at him like she's never seen him before, which is the fucking, woo. What a boss. What a she's boss. She's like, I'm a who are you? But also I'm taking you down, and I know how much this is bothering you because you want to be rich and important, and the fact that I'm not acknowledging you right now as being rich or important or even someone I know or care to know is fucking yeah. eating you up inside. Yeah. Oh, God. It's just, it's just, it's amazing that she survived and then she was able to just like look him in the eye like she fucking yeah oh let me read this really quick okay yeah and okay this is from the la times this is Mm -hmm. the 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 account of her coming in the in the courtroom okay an inner door of the courtroom opened and a procession of handsomely dressed women swept in among them was a slight girlish woman heavily veiled and wearing black glasses that was mrs griffith her features could not be seen the ladies were with the ladies with her were her sister and her niece and her brother. Mrs. Griffith went at once to the witness stand and faced the staring crowd, not a sign between her and her husband. She looked at him casually as though he were someone she'd never seen. Colonel Griffith leaned back in his chair with his chin propped on one hand and listened almost without moving a muscle. 
dude. Okay, but fucking LA Times, calm down with the colonel, okay? We don't need yeah. to call him that in the newspaper. Yeah. He's Mr. Griffith. <laughs> yeah, he's just Griffith. Griffith, Griffith. He's just Griffith, Griffith. Oh, yeah, that's cool. She was fucking boss, man. Yeah. And then it was like, so she's on the stand. She's going up against the defense attorney who's like arguing that he, uh, the defense strategy was to say he had alcoholic insanity. So that was like the kind of angle that they were coming from. And so they're just like asking her all these questions about their life and their marriage and like the whole, you know, stuff just not even just about that day, but just like everything. And this is where some of the information about like, oh, he had pulled a gun on me before and stuff. I think that's yeah, where this, this comes all from. comes out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's like saying what an awful human he was and just like painting a very vivid picture. Like, for hours she's doing this they're asking more questions she's answering them she fucking hours into it faints yeah comes back to and is like let me back on the stand but at that point they're like no it's we okay. got enough it's okay yeah, yeah. They're like you- it's okay she's like let me back in coach i got more <laughs> fighting me and they're like you don't need to you've won ma'am miss tina was like please i have more tea to spill <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh, uh, please. Oh, I've been brewing so much tea. <laughs> I have a cup for you and a cup for you. I have years of tea. <laughs> uh, but they didn't need it. No. They are like, you know what? He's a piece of shit. We'll convict him. And yeah. he barely went to jail. <laughs> yeah. He went to, he was sentenced. Dear listeners, I'm so sorry. <laughs> He was sent. It's very fucking upsetting. He was sentenced to only two years at San Quentin. Oh man. Um, Yeah, and so Tina was awarded full custody of their of uh, whatever Vandal and um, (laughs) Grendel Griffith. I'm sure he was a lovely child. Um, And she gets all the money. And I think she was awarded one of the fastest divorces in LA history at the time. It took a judge like five minutes to be like, "Yes, ma'am, here's your divorce." Yep. Which divorce at the time was extremely frowned upon. And she and was she Catholic. Was, and she was Catholic. So this is a fucking gnarly. Yeah. I mean. But she was like, I want that divorce. And they're like, but you're a Catholic woman. She's like, and? Yeah. And he <laughs> tried to kill my ass. I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, here, let me lift this veil and my sunglasses and show you what my face looks like yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, man. Fucking hell. Uh, so, yeah, he goes to jail for two years. Um, Almost. And- he gets out early. Well, he was eligible for like way earlier release and he he uh, denied he didn't want to be released early because he, he he believed was trying that to, he yeah. was like, yeah, I should be punished to yeah. the full extent. So, yeah, yeah all right. But <laughs> whatever, yeah, dude. Whatever. Yeah. But yeah, he, he was let out 20 months later. Yeah. He was like for for uh, it doesn't even matter at, no. at that point. I know. Yeah. It's like, whatever. It's still not even two years. It's like, yeah. and two years is too few. Yeah. Oh, and then he like came out and he's like, I'm a changed man. And everyone's like, oh, are you? But I think, I think it goes back to all, when he got out, it was like the same thing that had happened early on in his yeah. life where he donated Griffith Park. Um, it was kind of like. It seems like maybe he wants to do good, but again, it's like, oh, no, now not only do people not like me because I'm an asshole, but I've tried to kill my wife, so I need to, like, clear my name. What are some nice things I could do to clear my name? And it's Yeah, like, he, he goes back to the playbook of, of 
being like, hey, like, yeah, let me. me Can I give you something? Can I buy your affection? His love language is gift giving. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Even if the people don't want it, he's like, take it. I need you to take this. Um, Yeah. It's he, more, it's all his, all his, uh, his motivations are definitely selfish and, oh yeah you know, to, to make himself feel be- better about his whatever bullshit. So yeah. Yeah. So he, he, uh, yeah, he, he tried to donate more. <laughs> oh my God. He like, yeah, he, okay. I read, did you read that KCET article by yeah. Hadley Mears? Okay. Yeah. Um, it was very fun and shady. The way she mm-hmm. wrote it is just like there was like some fun little things uh, peppered in there. Yeah. And I wanted to read. So she goes, um, he goes back to the park and he's looking at like what they're doing with it. And he's like very disappointed that it's not like bigger and more more easily accessible to like the people. And he's like, what are you doing here? And he's trying to be a good person at this point, quote unquote. Um, and Hadley Mears wrote some like very fun, shady commentary in this article she wrote for KCET. And I wanted to share it. She said, Griffith was furious with the slow improvement at the park, which bore his name. Little had been done to make the park accessible to the quote unquote plain people he had so wanted to reach. And in 1910, he self-published parks, boulevards and playgrounds under the guise of the Prison Reform League Publishing Company. The little book is a strange mishmash is a strange mishmash of true philanthropy tropical beliefs and whiny grievances <laughs> that's a review of like this book he published he he got like really into prison reform and was which is great which is good yeah but it's like well now you're into it because you had to go there like yeah it's like one of those things yeah um he's but, the kind of person who only cares about issues if they affect directly him. affect him yeah, yeah yeah so um so he's trying to get more done and he goes to the city in 1912 and he offers them money uh to build an observatory at griffith park and the city council's like yeah sweet dude we'll take it but then the parks department is like no like you tried to murder your wife i think we're good but thanks anyway and he was like oh okay and then the next year he goes back in 1913 and he offers them money for the greek theater and again the city council's into it, but the parks department is like, no, stop. Like, can you please not? Like, we're we're fine like, here. Thank you. Like, sir, please, please, <laughs> please stop. stop. You're embarrassing yourself yourself at this point, Griffith, yeah. Griffith, Griffith, Griffith. <laughs> and so it, he's trying, but also like when you think about it, truly, it's like, okay, yeah. this isn't like he's doing this because he wants to look good. And right. all of this stuff that's named after him will look good and make him seem cool. Um, so that was pretty much it. And then he died in 1919. Um, but he left a bunch of money and like basically money to donate to build the observatory and the Greek theater. And they were like, well, I guess if no one's going to use it. Yeah. Uh, he we'll he, bequ- it. he bequeathed like all the the rest of his estate to. Yeah. To. To the, um, yeah, to Los Angeles. So, yeah, it, it all, and it, yeah, it's like, it, it, fine. If he's dead, great. We'll right, take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess he died and this would go to waste. So we'll build some cool yeah. stuff. Um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, that's kind of like it in terms of like 
the story of his life and what happened. Like he wasn't really that nice of a person, but he did give Los Angeles this amazing piece of land that like so many Angelinos love and like Mm -hmm. cherish. And there's so much going on there. And like, I mean, you know, not right now, but like it has my favorite music venue and the Greek. Yeah. Yeah. The Greek. And I, it's a really cool place. And then this got me thinking like, Oh, why? Like if he was so awful, what, what, like why haven't they maybe changed the name of the park? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's because in the, the original agreement where he donated the park, it was stipulated that the park had to remain Griffith park as long as it was a public land uh, hmm. and if that were ever to change, like if it would, if it became named anything else that the land would go back to the family. So, huh. I mean, I don't, it, they could probably do it now and it wouldn't matter, but like, I don't know. It is what it is now, I suppose. We should go back to be co- being called the Los Feliz Rancho. Yeah. Yeah, know. maybe. Or like Los Feliz Park or something. Yeah, Los Feliz Park. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. But. Because that's the, yeah, that's the original, I don't know. Yeah. But I guess it's Ugh. been that for so long now. And, and nobody really knows about it, but you and, guys know now. Yeah. People don't really know that he was so gross um, and tried to kill his wife. <laughs> it's like if, I don't know, I'm trying to think of really shitty dudes um it's like i mean if it was like oj simpson park or something i don't know but that guy yeah i don't know yeah i guess maybe because it's so old and like you know it's like yeah nobody knows the context of of who they don't even know who the person is like they have no idea it's named after an actual person true obviously it's named after a person but they don't know it's named after a person with two names that are griffith griffith (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and how come it's not Griffith Griffith Park? No, I don't know. I'm going to write to the city and ask. Yeah. yeah. Point is, there's a lot of stuff in our uh, in our country that is named after terrible, shit-ass human beings. And maybe just, like, learn a little bit about them. It's fun. Yeah. Well, and it's like, maybe they haven't changed the name because it was, like, the family name. Like, technically, the wife... Yeah. You know, was involved in donations Teen. and... Well, then it should just be Tina Park. Tina Park! <laughs> oh, my God! The Tina Theater and the Tina Observatory. Yeah. The Tina <laughs> Observatory. <laughs> That'd be cool. I know. Uh, or like Tina Griffith Park or something. But yeah. I guess still what he did in terms of donating the land and and fighting to make it public were good things that benefited the public and the city of Los Angeles. So maybe that's why they've kept it. Yeah, definitely. And I do appreciate the fact that like, even though it's like, it was a very condescending and cynical uh, (laughs) thought on his part uh, to have, have the land be for like common people, quote unquote, common people. Yeah. Um, That's, you know, it should, land should be public. People should be able to enjoy Outside. Places, yeah, the outside, the outdoors. So yeah, we're fucking really suffering right now because we don't have enough access to like, yeah, public land. So that's been stinking. Yeah, and yeah. it's nice when you have it. Yep, don't take it for granted and yep. uh, learn about your public spaces and who they might be named after. You might find uh, some very interesting lore about it. Um, I but you know what? That's all I got. All right, follow all us right. on social meds, everyone. 
Yeah, DTFU Podcast everywhere. Go to our mm-hmm. website, dtfupodcast.com. You can oh go God. everywhere with the just a click of the button on our website. Um, yep. All the all the free Patreon content we put up for um, April, uh, March and April is still mm-hmm. there. So if you haven't checked it out yet, feel free. Yeah, we just did a, a Zoom call for our Q&A uh, uh-huh. with our patrons, mm-hmm. which was super fun. And so fun. We had a great time. So, yeah. Yeah. Check that out if you're so inclined. Um, but otherwise, be excellent to yourselves and each other. Aw. Bye bye.